Hey, this is Dan Harmon. Yeah. The Officer Kikowski. John Hodgman from yeah. The Real Community. Speaking to you from Los Angeles, a place where I do not live. Saying that love is not admissible evidence. You're listening, You're listening to, to Shut, Shut Up, Up Leonard. Leonard. And you will keep listening until I tell you to stop. Never stop. Was that was that crass? Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Where are the white women at? Shut up, Leonard. I found your YouTube page. What's the point in reviewing frozen pizza? You're a box. Shut up, Leonard. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I heard about your prescription sauce. Right, too. Shut up, Leonard. I know about your crooked wang. Come on, Leonard. Shut up. You smell like mental lifters. Put on a bathing suit. Shut up, Leonard. There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, today is a big one for us today, our 100th episode. So big. Really? Wow. Could not... Oh, sorry. So big Shouldn't that the you. two of us could not cover it alone. We had to bring in a special guest who uh, you heard just there. Uh, you all know him from Popsicles. He's uh, my friend and now friend of the show, Derek Armijo. Welcome, Derek. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Pretty good. I do have a bit of Benview business that I would like to bring up. On air? Yeah. <laughs> I want this to go okay. over to three because it will be like, remember when Salem went through time and TGIF and yes. hit all of the episodes? That w- yes, we both know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That would be me in asking that uh, Andrew Lindy's email about the uh, about things that could uh, improve the Radio Brendo Man show. Oh, <laughs> Like they never, uh, they 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 seem perturbed by it, and then I interview them on air about it on Radio Brendan Man and Popsicles, and they're like, "No, no, we'll listen." And then he, they said you never emailed back. So what would be the ideas? Oh, uh, trust me, this is know. a great cross promotional tool that I'm doing. <laughs> uh, well, just I mean, I listened to the. Um, <laughs> The Those Popsicles. Are, yeah, Radio Brenderman is another show on the Benby Network. It is hosted by uh, Brendan Creasy and Phil Vecchio. Yeah, for those not in the know. And I was just on that show. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't listen to the Radio Brenderman that you were on yet, uh, but I listened to the Popsicles. Uh-huh. And right at the top, uh, Brendo seemed confused on which show he was on. Right. Uh, which is something that... Because June is Benby crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I'd listen to Radio Brendo Man, sometimes his uh, emails, they seem confused to which show they were writing to. Right. Uh, so you're most of my you ideas... You differentiate from Popsicles some. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Most of my ideas were things that should be on one show or the other, Okay. but not both. All right. Let's let that idea linger in the air and we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the show. Yeah, let's talk about community here. So this is... Uh, the 13th episode of season six, yep. titled Emotional, Emotional Consequences, Consequences of, of Broadcast television. television. I forgot to check the title this time, and I think that was clear as we were trying to say it. Let's let's try that again, Andrew. Okay. Emotional, Emotional Consequences, Consequences of Broadcast, of broadcast television. television. See, now you messed up. How is that possible? We, we got an echo. Uh, you have an echo. I don't have an echo. Uh, well, because you don't have a splitter. That's true. Uh, but we're, it's the season finale of season six, just happened to coincide with our hundredth episode. This is the first podcast I've ever done that's reached a hundred, by the way. Wow. It's a proud moment. Well, you, you like to stop at what, 13? 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 13 and out. He's like HBO. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Thank you, Derek. I mean, Nerds Eye View just did 227. It's not so. It's not yeah, podcasting. It's Benson. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I like Derek on, on, on this show. He's very, he's very generous with me. Uh, how did you feel about this episode, Derek? Did you enjoy it? So you've been uh, reviewing all of the... You've reviewed all of the season six episodes then? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except for this one. Obviously. Well, here's what I'll say about the season as a whole. I stopped watching a couple weeks ago. Really? And then what... Yeah, I was like, this is no longer a priority. I used to watch it at midnight as... And here's 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 the thing that I pointed to the stands and said this is going to be shitty is that yahoo screen is terrible and would never (laughs) update to the app if you're on an xbox right away so i'd have to watch it on my ipad which was fine i never once saw an ad in between which is bad for them Mm -hmm. because they're not getting any ad revenue well that that varies by format because when i watch it on my apple tv i see no ads but when i watch it on my samsung galaxy tablet i see 16 ads 16 ads per episode yes well that seems like because it starts it starts or no no it was it was 16 once but then the rest of the time it was 13 or yeah because it starts with a honda ad and then there are three ad breaks each with four ads on them so yahoo screen is shitty that's number one yeah and then, well, the experience, I would say, varies widely by where you're watching it. Right. All of them so far have been shitty. Anyway, <laughs> so I think the last one I watched was... I can't even remember. They, they were very unmemorable. I was losing patience with it. And then I just let them build. And then you texted me about recording this show. I'm like, oh, I should probably watch them now. So I did that. So you, d- you did catch up. I watched five episodes today. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And the last two were the ones that I liked. The other ones were still kind of, <laughs> kind of shitty to me. But the last two, meaning this one and the one before it, or the last two Garrett's wedding this and this one that was okay. The ostensibly the fourth season finale or series finale of Community. <laughs> yeah, I think they're yes. gunning for like to beat Futurama's record of most series finales within your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <clears throat> but De- Derek, did you? Like the Chief Star episode? Not really, because at a certain point I was like, I get it, you guys make shitty, you like shitty things. I tried to like, I was like, I was fine with it. I was okay yeah. with it. But You weren't that into it. Not that into it. But with, what, Do you I, remember which I like the Bowfinger stopped at? I like the Bowfinger aspects of it. Oh. That was the first one I watched in this binging thing, so whatever was before that. Okay. Do, do you think it was the... The email one, the one, uh, the one the after, email the one after was that one. Week for me, I have no idea what it was about though. It was after the huh. email. Okay, huh? And I didn't like the grift. Well, maybe a sorry, go on. The grifting one was not great. I appreciated the uh, the um, the sting titles and the painted titles and the music and stuff. Yeah, the. The paintball one was the worst paintball one they've done so far. It just seemed not as comprehensive in the world of community as the other ones were. I I like the paintball episode of this season a lot. I I would rank it probably at the bottom of the paintball episodes. Yeah. To be honest. But the Garrett mm. wedding, I really like. That one made me laugh hard the whole way through. Yeah. I like the <laughs> bowfinger. I don't know if I said this. I like the bowfinger aspects of that space one. 
of the space yeah, movie. Fun. And I like Ham Girl. So this is kind of a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, so this is maybe a kind of a, a nice counterpoint, and that we've been enjoying this season for the most part. Yeah, Derek's a little a little edge to us in this, right. this episode. Yeah, I, I feel I have the most uh, unbiased opinion on the internet. <laughs> Therefore, I feel good yeah. about liking and disliking these things. But this last episode, of course, here where they kind of keep mm-hmm. pitching concepts for what a, a seventh season would be was pretty. It was pretty good. I liked it a lot. But yeah. it seemed like even Dan Harmon doesn't care if this continues anymore, and I feel like I don't care if this continues anymore either. Well, I I have some thoughts on that, but I think I'll, I'll we'll get to that when we get to that point in the episode when I think that kind of really hits home whether or not Dan Harmon wants the show to continue, right? Which well, I think he was very much commenting on in this episode. Like I told uh, Brendo on that Radio Brendo Man episode, or maybe it was off mic that if he, I I didn't realize how devastating the loss of Shirley would be into things feeling like <laughs> community, like her absence feels like a really big gap. I'll agree with that. I, I I think it has felt like a different show. I mean, since season four, really. But I would say since season five, it's it's mm-hmm. still a show that I liked, even though it feels so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go. Let's go. Let's start going point by point with this. Well, episode. let's first give thanks to Alex Machina. Oh, yeah, of course. Of Slackery dot com. Yes. Who did our theme song? <clears throat> yes. Thank you to Alex Machina once again. That website is Slackery dot com. S L A C K T O R Y dot com. And this episode was written by Dan Harmon and Chris McKenna. Yes, the, the 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 number one and number two of Community. They, they, they brought out the big guns for this one. They typically write the finales, yeah. right? Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say so. And I'll say this much, too. We talked about the uh, mm-hmm. before on Popsicles, I think, about Megan Gans not being on this season because maybe he, Dan Harmon felt that she was a traitor for continuing on season four. Well, I, th- I, I those feelings definitely seem to be out there for a while, but I think I think she left for Modern Family before Dan Harmon was rehired. Right. I've I've been watching her Modern Family episodes, and they're among the best of this new show that I love. And if you want to start a Modern Family cast, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, I know uh, Andrew was not a fan of that show. <laughs> it's great. It's pretty great. Uh, but the misses, the misses are big misses. I'll say that much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to watch. I don't anymore, but I yeah, I would agree with that. When it misses, it misses big. But it's 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 still a pretty good. And they did and the the finale of that show did a rolling iPad joke because the dad was there the mm-hmm. whole episode. He was on vacation, but he he was a rolling iPad. Yeah. And they did better jokes than they did in the community episode that did that same thing. Hmm. Yeah. We'll have to check that out. Do a compare. Dueling rolling iPad jokes this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but now point by point okay. for the for the show. All right, <clears throat> so we start with uh, Leonard. Yeah, Leonard opens the shot, which we it's pretty obvious that we're we're fans of Leonard's on this yep. show. I didn't realize um, how much they say "Shut Up Leonard" until this show was called "Shut Up Leonard." So I'll say that <laughs> that's how this show affected my viewing of this because I also just watched the entire series. Yes, that's original. That's you. You had contacted me about wanting to be on the show because you had rewatched the whole. Going series. into season six, so I've basically in the last few months seen the whole show. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Uh, I like Leonard in this scene. I like that he's he's sort of uh, he's got a childlike energy. He's very excited for school to be out. It, it, it's like the uh, the sort of end of the school year movie. He's running out of the halls yelling. He oh, and it was out uh, bitches. It was just his birthday. He just turned ninety. Is that correct? Where are you getting that information? from you know 
What Reddit, does that Reddit. mean? Oh, from Reddit. You're you always, hate Reddit. I do hate Reddit. Um, <clears throat> then the dean comes on with an announcement. Uh, he's saying, you know, screw you, everyone who said we couldn't save the school. Uh, in a list of various different uh, city officials uh, and ending with his dad. Well, right before his dad was Flubber. Flubber, yeah. <laughs> screw you, Flubber. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Uh, I like to think that there was some... There was some parallel in the film Flubber that related to <clears throat> Greendale, and in, in Flubber it was shown to not work, but in Greendale they pulled it off. Okay. I don't know what specifically that would be, but I feel like that's it. I like to think okay. it references that this week the new Beverly was supposed to show Son of Flubber, but the print broke, so they had to show a completely other Disney movie from the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't show DVDs there anymore. That. There you go. It was an ADR line. It could have been. It's true, yeah. Mm. Uh, but Dean's dad, it's not, it's not a character we've heard a lot about before. True. I don't know what that means, just thought I'd bring it up. I mean, it, it just doesn't surprise me. That Dean has issues with his dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, then we cut to the study room. Uh, Abed has brought a metronome to add tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nice. So um, they, they're trying to, uh, finish up the Save Greendale Committee. Because yeah. Greendale is saved. Well, and I wrote a note saved like Garrett was saved because I feel like Greendale is saved with an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they want to rename. They want to rename it now that Greendale has been saved. Mm-hmm. So, some of the suggestions were uh, Jeff said the accomplishers. Yeah. Britta said the obsoletists. Yeah. Uh, Abed said Stephen King's Dreamcatchers. Yes. Uh, and none of those, nobody liked. No, but what they did like was Elroy's suggestion, which was nipple dippers. <laughs> yeah, which I, I see, I can see Benson's notes. Yeah. And he has a Z I have spelled at the it with dippers. a Z. Uh, it just felt appropriate. Uh, yeah. The Gathering uh, of the Juggalo uh, video did come out yesterday, so maybe you've got that kind of spelling on the brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's just out in the air. It's in the ether today. Um, uh, but Elroy suggests nipple dippers. Everyone likes it. Jeff. Jeff Especially loves it. it. Yeah. Well, Which, and we know why. Yeah. Because as we learned in way back in season two, or was it season one, mm-hmm. uh, that Jeff is into nipple play. Oh. Well, and the other. See, yeah. this is why the show is good. It's like, wow, I, who remembers this stuff? We've also yeah. talked about uh, Dan Harmon may have been inspired by his friend Jeff Davis. To make is this he joke. into nipple play? And they have mentioned it on Harmontown a couple of times. I don't recall that. that. <laughs> Jeff Davis's nipples are especially sensitive. <laughs> All right, a lot of Jess with sensitive nipples. Uh, and then something we talked about on the show last week, or I don't know, maybe we talked about it off mic, how uh, the Dean has not worn any silly outfits this season. You did mention that. I don't remember if it was on the recording. And then yeah. Britta mentioned, uh, oh, I didn't even notice. And I felt like that was talking for the audience because I didn't notice either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Andrew didn't notice. I was the one who had to bring it up. Nope. Uh, so then, uh, as he says, he, he made it through the year, but then he binged at the last minute. He comes in wearing several different costumes. I would like to think his entire closet. Yeah. One of them seems to be the dinosaur costume that we have seen Britta in previously. Shine, shinier, probably. Speaking yeah. of dinosaurs, yeah. hearing your exchange just now, if they like built a Harmon Park, like a, uh, like a bunch yeah. of cloned Harmon characters... Like you guys yeah. would be like the the scientists that would would go over there to like approve it, <laughs> but you guys would be so enamored like with it that. you'd be like you'd be like the lawyer you'd be signing off on it immediately as everything everybody breaks out <laughs> and starts getting eaten. <laughs> season, I like that. Yeah, season yeah. six yeah. feels like that. the yeah. Harmon Park where everything goes <laughs> is going terribly wrong and you're just 
I'm seeing dollar signs because yeah <laughs> i'm the cool yeah, I, I totally buy that i'm the cool rock star k-i-titian it's like it's all getting <laughs> fucked up you guys <laughs> i mean yeah i i agree with everything you're saying i i i'd see that movie even um so this scene uh culminates yeah in elroy saying that he's going to california yeah he got a job from linkedin which he's means gonna... a job from linkedin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and he has a lady friend who was California. recently divorced within a week as they say Elroy moves fast <laughs> <laughs> um, and should we talk about the whiteboard now sure uh, so did you, you caught the whiteboard Derek no, in this scene no there were a bunch of numbers <clears throat> written on it and then the words which one question mark the- uh, Andrew the, our, our crack scientist <laughs> wrote down those numbers and figured out what they mean okay uh, so it took both this scene and a later scene to get all the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wrote them all down. And then I noticed that, so there's seven digit numbers. And before each one are the letters NM. Yeah. And as soon as the episode ended, I started thinking, what is this? What is this? Mm-hmm. And within a minute, I knew immediately what it was. What was it? IMDb. Oh, that makes sense. They, those those uh, do look like the links to the end of IMDb. So yeah. what links to, to just the cast? Or? Yep. Okay, so... I have the full list. Okay. In order from top to bottom. Yeah. It's the IMDb links for Dan Harmon, mm-hmm. Joel McHale, yeah. Gillian Jacobs, yeah. Danny Pudi, yeah. Allison Brie, yeah. Ken Jeong, yeah. Jim Rath, yeah. Paget Brewster, <laughs> do we have to and keep Keith David. Listen, like... Like what is this? Is it? Does this lead to anything? Uh, no, no. It sounds like a real <laughs> drink your Ovaltine kind of accomplishment. Kind. Of, it is the current cast. I think that's worth noting. Yep. No, there's no Evan uh, Nicole Brown. No Donald. And it's Weber. not the classic cast. Yeah. Not the original seven. What I was yeah. wondering is that uh, Pageant Brewster and Keith David keep getting credited as special guest star. Like, why can't they put them? Because the, the one of the worst things about season six is that the gaps in between the uh, the mash note credits are like weird drawings because of all the people that have left and they need to keep it as long oh. because of the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, oh, the cootie catcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you know about that? Is there some sort of contract thing? Well, um, typically when someone's credited as special guest, they get more money. Okay. That's, that's just a money thing. They get more money than the cast members? Yeah. Uh, well, at least, uh, I mean, Derek, you'll recall that every time that um, uh, Richard Gilmore was credited, his yeah. special, his special appearance, special appearance by yeah, Edward Herman, yeah, and that was a money thing, huh? I know. So he got paid more than the entire cast of Gilmore Girls. I don't know if he got paid more than the cast, but he got paid more than just a regular guy. Than just a, if he had just been a, a regular, I don't know. Sounds like you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they money thing. make everybody it is, a special guest? It is guest a money there. thing. Yeah. Okay, it's a money thing in some way, is what I'm being told right now. By who? Um, by Andrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> was Was Paget in every episode? Yeah. But Elroy wasn't. Yeah, he was. He wasn't in the first <clears throat> one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so he was in every episode but the first one. Correct. You are correct. <laughs> and he was barely in the last one. Yeah. And, there, I, and here's, I guess we might as well talk about now since this is where his character leaves for California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's coming back. Do you? Probably. Probably. I would, 
Maybe. I, yeah, probably maybe. But that's the thing, though. Like that's the whole tone of the whole episode. And it's like, yeah. not even they care. Like, why should I care anymore? Well, I, I'll, okay, I'll get into that later then, because I think I, I think a, a theme does start to establish itself when it gets to uh, uh, Annie and Abed, but I'll, I'll talk to it when we get there. Um, I know, a, a, like, so like, officially, Ken Jeong has a show that he signed up for, and I think Abed... Ken Jeong has a show, but... I think Abed did, he, too. Yeah, he has a show, too. He does, I, I, I can confirm he did. Um, Ken Jeong has also said in an interview that he would never, ever leave Community as long as they want him back. He'll find a way to keep coming back. Right. I don't know if that actually means anything, but that's what he has said. Okay. Um, so then we have, so we have, we have the credit sequence, the cootie catcher. Uh, and then we, we start on a bar scene where Abed is playing billiards, which uh, Dan Harmon apparently very enamored with this joke because he used the exact same thing during a D&D or you know, a shadow run session on Harmontown, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I didn't Do you remember that. that? Yeah, so the scene starts, uh, Abed is, you know, uh, playing billiards, and he says, mm-hmm. uh, do all bar scenes have to start with billiards, or does every time someone plays billiards, they unknowingly start a bar scene? <laughs> which is a very similar joke to one Dan Harmon made on Harmontown, which I don't know if he wrote it first, and then it was just on his mind, that's why he brought it up on Harmontown, or if that episode of Harmontown was him kind of finding the joke and writing it in the moment. I think if we'd paid closer attention to Harmontown, we would have Seen figured out what this entire right? season was. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd mentioned before that uh, he was asking for uh, what was it '90s band names or song yeah, names? and then yeah he was well he said he was thinking about '90s band names and then that a few weeks later the episode showed up where where Elroy and Britta talk about the '90s bands they like. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he he says that and then he they start talking about season seven. <clears throat> what I well, call season seven. I had a note here. They use a phrase that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that Elroy did an Irish goodbye. Yeah, I usually call that a French exit, but Irish goodbye is another term. Um, <laughs> but that's also not what an Irish goodbye is. I, what did I think he do? Using it incorrectly here. Well, Elroy, you know, he said, uh, I'm, "I'm leaving to California. I'll be back, maybe, probably." That's when, and then, then Britta's making fun of him in the bar, and then Jeff calls what Elroy did an Irish goodbye. But an Irish goodbye is leaving somewhere without saying goodbye. Oh, that's what an Irish. I've goodbye done a lot of Irish is. goodbyes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I don't. Maybe, maybe maybe other people have different uh, opinions of what Irish goodbye means, but that always that's always what I've heard it to mean, which is not actually what Elroy did. Um, but then they start talking about season seven, uh, and Abed says, I, "I don't know about a season seven. It would mess with our formula." They say, "What's our formula?" And that's that's when we start the first page. Well, I wanted to talk about the examples of season sevens that Chang brought up. Okay, because Abed ask a very specific question yeah. he says what shows have peaked after s- seven seasons yeah. he's wrong after about the seasons. simpsons and i think Seinfeld. he's wrong about all of them no south park uh, just gets better and better oh i forgot south park was one of them yeah i would i might agree with south park but yeah seinfeld and the simpsons definitely not and friends definitely no De- yeah, seinfeld i i mean or friends is horrible from episode one to the finale yeah, Derek's a friends hater <laughs> this has been revealed before Wait, uh, you like Friends, Andrew? Yeah. You like Friends, but you don't like the hilarious exploits of, of uh, Daddy Dumphy on uh, Modern Family? <laughs> I've enjoyed one or two episodes of Modern Family, but I never feel the need to watch every I time. felt that way, too. Maybe you'll turn. Friends is garbage, though. <laughs> Friends is great. <laughs> Are you, too? seasons one through four. We've had this conversation before, Derek. Uh, I thought you were with me. For some reason, I thought you were on my side. <laughs> no. It doesn't make any sense. 
I mean, I'm definitely <laughs> the wrong one because everybody says they love it. It's not that they like yeah. it, that they love it. And I'm probably... Brenda was on your side. I live in an opposite land. I'm just... I live in <laughs> the Sliders universe where red means go. And that's the only yeah. change. That's what I'm going to accept about <laughs> that. Uh, I could... I could... I don't... I wouldn't agree with it, but I could see someone arguing that Simpsons peaked in season eight. Season eight was a very good season. Uh, that's what people usually say was the last good season. I don't. I don't agree with that, but I could see someone saying that. But Seinfeld, season seven was the last season Larry David was involved with, and the next two were terrible, just awful. No, I mean they're all good. No, they're not. I we watched the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I mean, if I that was so guns like that's that. so funny though. With the laser, <laughs> right. with the laser pointer and the that's got the hurt. butter shave. You're gonna defend the butter shave to me right now. Why do pe- why are people down on the butter? I mean, what's they're like? Oh, it's so cartoony. I'm like, what's wrong with cartoons? It's it's that it's not Seinfeld. It's never what Seinfeld. But was. it is Seinfeld because Seinfeld was showrunner. His name is Seinfeld. It was even more sure. Seinfeld than it could ever be. There are a lot of people you can watch them. You can see them on the behind the scenes DVDs who will say in the early days it was 10 percent Jerry Seinfeld, 90 percent Larry David. I mean that's fine, but I'm saying I don't I don't I don't get. <laughs> I don't get the people. I, I mean, you're not alone in that either. That people yeah. disown I mean, those two seasons. There are moments from, from 8 and 9 that I like, but for the most part, I find those episodes pretty terrible. No, the car, the car dealer. There's the weird, the weird episode where uh, it's like a rape analogy where Jerry wants to play <clears throat> with his girlfriend's toys. Is that what you took from that? Listen, get, get out of this political... That was absolutely what that episode was Get about. out of this political... <laughs> I never ever There's thought There's a moment that. in it where where Jerry says like, "Oh my god, I've been drugging this woman so she'll fall asleep and taking advantage of her." If you don't see that as a rape analogy, then I don't know what show you're watching. I wish you all had my brain. I I mean, I watched these as they aired, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, maybe that's affecting it. Okay. When did you guys let's, first let's No, hold on, hold on. Where did you, when did you okay. first watch Seinfeld? For the first time. Uh, well, I, I will tell you, I, I can't remember when I first started watching it. I've been watching it pretty consistently since I was young, uh, but mostly in reruns. Okay. All right. That's all I wanted to hear. And Andrew Andrew doesn't watch, right? I I watched it. Did you? I remember watching the finale. Uh, uh, live? Yeah. Huh. All right. Mm-hmm. You were okay. watching the Jerry Springer well, marathon that was the uh, counter to that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Seinfeld no, either, Andrew? I, I like Seinfeld. Okay. It's being very diplomatic with Derek. We're more, we're more, no, I want I want to know. Read. Don't bullshit me. I need to know. I don't have it. a strong opinion on Seinfeld. All right. All right. Uh, uh, but let's get back to community. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're making a lot Abed's of headway pitch. here. I feel like we're yeah. learning a lot. Uh, Abed's pitch, well, which is not really a pitch. It's him describing the formula of the show. Sure. Um, which is it's them uh, in the study room. Sort of going through the typical motions, like doing the sort of Mad Libs version of a scene, would you call that? Yeah, it's a blank spots where specific examples would go later. Yeah. That's what Mad Libs I is. had to rewind it several <laughs> times, and I felt really dumb when I realized what was going on. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, this is a fun scene. Well, specifically, Shirley's back for this moment. Uh, yes. And she, she questions how she will relate to Frankie. And by the way, I watched that Odd Couple that she's on now. They, yeah. She must really hate Dan Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> that show's not good. No. There, are, there are so many people that I like on that show, and it's not good. It's and it got Lauren a, Graham's on it now. Oh, I my heard. God. She, well, she dated it's Matthew Paris. I guess 
It'd think they had a long-term oh. thing going. Well, her and Peter oh, Krause. Dog noises happening in the background. And that uh, got a second season. They dated Matthew Perry and her. Oh, and also Peter Krause resigned. Yeah, while they were on Parenthood. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that the, the that odd couple's not a good show. I haven't watched it. I love Vet Nicole Brown. I, I like Tom Lennon a lot. I love Dave Foley. There's that. I love Lauren Graham. That girl. All is those on? people involved. Not helping it. Which girl? She's like the second fiddle and everything. I don't know. Uh, I Lindsay Sloan. Lindsay Sloan. Oh, sure. Yeah, and I've liked her in a lot of things. Not a good show. Anyway. Too bad. Uh, back to back to Abed. Um, so there was a moment in... Uh, uh, I, I like Britta's little bit in here where uh, she talks about her lack of self-awareness. She has a great line, if, if, I, if I lacked self-awareness, I think I'd know. That's well, fun. I also enjoy in Abed's pitch uh, the way Frankie reacts to Shirley. <clears throat> she yeah. says she's just very professional. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's Frankie. great. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the the dean says, "Isn't this more about the shape of your brain?" And we have the first of two instances of the word "fuck" used in this episode. That was crazy is, uh, to me. It was jarring to see. <laughs> yeah, or trying to. Hear. I rewound that as well. I'm uh, like, oh, is this what they're doing? Yeah, dean dean says that Abed's uh, brain has a fucked up shape. I've I've written down the exact line. Isn't the shape of your brain fucked up? It's it's so it's weird to see. It's, I, it's the first time I watched this episode. Yeah. I did not catch it. You just it just slipped by you. I I don't know what I thought I heard. See, because I I mean, if that. I was drinking something, I would have done a spit. Test. <laughs> That's like it really it shook me. I mean, it's not surprising, but it's like it's like remember when South Park could it's, say shit? Now they did a funny idea where they just kept saying it. Yeah. Like, and when Stern went too yeah. serious, they decided for, like, a month they weren't going to curse. I guess, like, <laughs> slipping it in like that seems unceremonious. Yeah. I think also uh, important to note, in Abed's pitch that he does here, uh, the dean comes into the room wearing a diaper. Yes. Which That, we, yeah. that recurs yes. a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, that was a good so line. After... Giving me back my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so after the dean um, uh, accuses Abed of having a fucked up brain shape, he uh-huh. sort of launches into his own pitch where he talks about, uh, where, uh, I think it's Abed who says, uh, does he say El- Elroy or Shirley? Does he say Troy or Shirley? He presents a choice between two Is black Elroy people. or Shirley. Yeah. And then Dean gets very offended in his super not racist but equals racist way uh, where he says, well, you can have both of them or a whole third black person. <laughs> and then so in the dean's... Uh, can you, nope. I think we might have gone out. Are Hello. You, are you still in? Yeah, Hello? I can still hear everybody. We both went down at the I'm, same time. I'm here. No, I'm good. Oh, I'm you're here, good. Derek. Okay. Um, you keep talking while I I'll keep it carrying on. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Dean's, uh, he says that he would take both and perhaps even a third black person. And Abed says, where would they sit? <laughs> uh, which that's where the Dean has a lot more trouble. Uh, because he doesn't know how to seat everyone. Okay, so I'm back in, um, and the, and 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 that, folks, is why we had two tablets set up just in case one of them crashed. Uh, but yeah, so then during uh, Dean's pitch, there is a third black person just sitting motionless in like, the corner, in the corner, in the yeah. background, which is hilarious. And uh, again, kind of going back to this recurring uh, idea in Dan I, Harmon's work, which is not being racist as the new racist. I can see you also have it in your notes. 
uh, what Elroy and Shirley say. <laughs> yeah. Which El- is delightful. Yeah, Elroy and Shirley speak all in su- sweet hallelujahs. Keep talking. What? Oh, jeez. And not being racist has always been racist. Uh, a go- can you still hear me? Yeah. A Ghostbuster you- with, in a wheelchair, the puzzle place, it's all racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but in Dean's pitch, uh, part of the joke is that every character speaking is is as if he's reaching for the words at the moment where yeah. he can't quite figure out what they'd say. Yeah. Do you remember the Burger he's King the Kids fly. Club? Yes. Oh yeah, I remember that. So there's Kid Vid, the blonde-haired white kid yeah. that everybody wants to be, and then there's some yeah. slick Latin person, a, a black kid that's sure. good at basketball, and a kid in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. It's like this yeah. is who do you want to be? The one with the video that's powers? What diversity was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and I, like Brendo asked me this while I was over there off my. He's like, "What? What about all those kids? I mean, this could be like for like this could be so for them. Like, didn't you want to see Latinos yeah. on the screen? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I barely wanted to see them on the streets. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So that's that's Dean's pitch. Anything more to say on that? Oh, he's dressed as Father Time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then Jeff Touching, takes off yeah. his shirt and put and not. It's not that the dean touches Jeff's abs. It's that <laughs> Jeff reaches out and places Dean's hand on his abs, which is pretty delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Chang's pitch, maybe my favorite pitch. Okay, uh, <laughs> because I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh, Justin Roiland's sort of quickly thrown together characters characters where he's clearly just kind of spitballing and that is the case with ice cube head uh the new member of the study group in shanks yep. pitch uh who is a, a sort of talking ice cube person uh voiced by justin roiland and it <laughs> of made rick me and laugh, morty of rick and morty fame and it made me laugh so goddamn hard i love ice cube head well and part of his thing for some reason is that he can shoot lasers that fix everyone yeah it fixes your problem so he's sort of shooting them with the lasers and they're reacting sort of as if they're being tickled yep how did you feel about ice cube head derek i think that went on a little too long it was only funny when like you were just looking oh. at your drink and he's like i was that was that was could, that to I me could, that to I, me was the joke i think this also uh, plays into something we talked about uh there was an episode concerning uh, jeff being signed up for improv emails mm-hmm. And yeah. I believe you didn't think that the he Jeff would be would interested improv in improv. Class. Yeah, uh, but clearly he cares about improv. Yeah, because, because he, he, he criticizes called, Chang's improv skills. Yeah, he criticizes his choice there. Um, I would also ask you, is in a lot of ways reminiscent of, of the uh, in the straight A's of Greendale, the little mm. uh, Bill character that slides across the screen <laughs> yeah. that we talked about really enjoying. I highly recommend those those uh, webisodes if you if you find them, the straight A's of Greendale. Mm-hmm. Um. So, oh, so then Annie, Annie had not there in the bar here, and Annie had not been there because she had an interview. Was yeah. what they said. Uh, and then she returns from the interview to reveal that she has just secured an internship at the FBI. Uh, which she'll again, be in DC all summer. Yes. And they ask her if she'll come back. I thought that was going to lead to a joke about the proposed fourth season of uh, Veronica Mars, where Veronica Mars. Yeah, joins I could have seen that joke. It was not meant to be. Huh. Much like that fourth season of Veronica Mars, that joke was not meant to be. No. Um, <laughs> yep. I but guess so not. again, we're we're kind of setting up. Uh, you know, it's it's not just uh, it's not just the extra. It's not just the add-ons this season that are that are going away. It's maybe some of the main group. Yeah. Uh, this leads to Jeff's first pitch, but he doesn't 
share it with the group, so to speak. Because he he is this whole time he has been very upset. He's saying we shouldn't feed into Abed's bullshit. Uh, when when Frankie starts to engage him, he has the what I actually wrote down but forgot to bring up where he says, "Oh, you can just tell him to shut up," which I like, that's just a reflex to Jeff. Um, but here he 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 becomes uh, a feared. And he has his own pitch that is just a sort of fear moment inside his head. Yeah. And his pitch, uh, sitting around the table, besides him, mm-hmm. are Vicky, Garrett, Leonard, Todd, and Dave. And Dave, yeah. I love that... Uh, so Garrett is holding Leonard's hand, which Vicky sees as a problem. <laughs> she she tattles on him, basically. Garrett says he's just checking his pulse. And then Leonard has a line that I did not understand what it meant. I don't know if it was a reference. Where he says, hey, get your hands off the Leonard dice. What what is do you know what? Oh. Like gets your hands oh. off the merchandise. That I thought it. It's <laughs> it's not. I yeah, thought it it's meant not good. like you it's know like, roll the dice dice, <laughs> and I was like, how does that mean hands? Okay, so that's what that was. Um, uh, also, part of Jeff's pitch is that sitting in the uh, uh, Pierce or Frankie seat mm-hmm. is oh, Seth, Scrunch. Seth Green Scrunch playing the character Scrunch Scrunch. Wearing bunny ears, perhaps in a tribute to Greg the Bunny, which was a oh, that's interesting project. Or maybe because he was uh, he played Bugs Bunny oh, in the perhaps. UCB live read of Space Jam, and he wore bunny that's ears. Also another maybe he just likes wearing bunny ears. Uh, but that did lead to one of the biggest laughs of the episode to me when I was watching the credits, <laughs> and it said Seth Green. That is as a funny scrunch. sentence. But scr- Scrunch to me reminds me of Rick and Morty. Just so. like a just like a Rick and Morty name. Oh sure, wasn't there? I can see that being an alien in Rick and Morty. What was that one alien? Or like some little furry guy? Squanch. Was there a squanch? There was a squanch. Okay. And he used his name as as like a verb. Yeah. Let's get squanchy. Mm-hmm. Oh well, squanchy, sure. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, Todd, go ahead. I like the the thing where. Like it's kind of tacked on at the end of the season, but Jeff's fear of being the only one left, and he was the <laughs> one that's like one of the. Yeah, I would say that was in the first uh, place. I like that. even a little in season five, though. I, I didn't feel tacked on at all to me. That I mean, that's why he was reticent to become a teacher in season five. Yeah. No, no thoughts right. from Andrew. I'm I'm trying to think of. Uh... Also, going back to the uh, to the Garrett wedding episode. I like that Dan, because Dan Harmon said that for for some reason that this was like based yeah. off of his wedding that episode, and he said that uh, he originally envisioned himself as Jeff, and then realized he was Abed, and I guess was acquiescing <laughs> to. I guess I'm Garrett. I, I like that. I, I like that little backstory, knowing that journey, <laughs> and, and that's why it's appropriate that Dan Harmon's real life wife played Garrett's wife. I guess yeah. he felt like Garrett when he was getting married. Um, we got a nice bit of creepy Todd in this pitch. Uh, he talks about how things can be forced, like a human head through a six-inch drain. Uh, you're n- you're I don't like to. Todd. Starting from him officiating him, the wedding, him. and there's a long bit well, about he, him having the realization. I forget that he what it even God. was. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I like when he was <laughs> the Frank Grimes kind of. Everybody's messing I, with me, and I, I just want to live my life. I like that. I, I enjoy Todd. the first version, and I and I like creepy Todd as well. I'll say I like the season three Todd better than this Todd. If I had to pick one, I would pick season three Todd. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But I also really like this Todd. I like Todd as put upon by the group. Yeah. Um, I, a nice little note here. I thought Jeff, in his fantasy, he has thought of a, a very reasonable name for the committee. It's now the Sustained Greendale Committee. 
in his pitch, which I just thought was a nice. Are you talking about his second? His no, that's second. in his first pitch. It's in his first pitch. He says it real quick. He said, "This is oh, not okay. a meeting of the sustained Greendale committee," and oh. that's when it goes to Vicky complaining that uh, Garrett is holding Leonard's hand. Um, and then so he comes out of that pitch. And he catches up and what they're doing. And now he is suddenly desperate to come up with a pitch for season seven. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, uh, I think, I, I wrote this down in my notes, kind of a callback to season four, oddly enough. In that season four we saw when Jeff gets really scared of the future, he goes into Abed mode. He, he buys into Abed's games, which I think was done very poorly in season four and is done fairly successfully here. Well, I think this is... Uh, part of, I mentioned this before. There was another storyline that I thought was similar to a season four episode, mm-hmm. but they're doing it so much better now. Yeah, because it's Dan Harmon. Yeah, they're writing the wrongs. <laughs> yeah, um, but then we have Jeff's second pitch, which I which have this named is the, the pitch, the that cool he Jeff pitch. Yeah, yeah. Jeff comes in wearing a leather jacket, being very <laughs> cool. Uh, I wrote cool Jeff. We too. both wrote cool Jeff. <laughs> uh, and what happens? <laughs> you, got, you got more notes than I do. You take take the lead. <laughs> uh, so basically, he's really cool, and yeah. Britta loves him. Yeah, and everything's really great. Uh, Annie is commuting from DC to Colorado. <laughs> yep, for each of her classes to take her criminology classes to meet the requirement for the FBI. <laughs> uh, and then uh, does the dean runs in? Mm-hmm. Well, before that, I actually do want to tell you, there's a, a little moment where I think will be a recurring theme in mm. Jeff's pitches. You know, his pitches, they all are trying to keep Annie there, keep Annie with oh, him. Mm-hmm. But she always has a moment where she's like, this isn't right. Even in his fantasy, he knows that Annie shouldn't be there because mm-hmm. she, like, towards the end of her bit of dialogue, she's saying, you know, really, they have a much better classes at Quantico. Shouldn't shouldn't people she says shouldn't people feel bad for me that i'm stuck here and then they just kind of cut that off and go to the reveal that britta's parents have been murdered yeah and that annie needs to solve the case uh yeah which when they come back to the bar britta's offended (laughs) yeah that her parents need to die and jeff says oh it's just a placeholder (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i think in jeff's fantasy chang murdered them (laughs) his reaction in that fantasy is bad oh was it i didn't catch that also, Annie says that they have FBI files on him. Oh, that's right. That did, yeah. That that's was a that. great. Yeah. Uh, Jeff would think that yeah. the FBI would have files, files on Chang. And then Jeff says, well, we had crimes like the, the coin slot guy. Annie gets very nervous. And then she. Did, yeah, did they ever reveal no. who the ass crack bandit notes. Is was? Is Annie the ass crack bandit? Three question marks? Because I've written that, that se- down. Certainly seems to be the suggestion here. <laughs> she. <laughs> Because she did have a weird ending. Well, they did that. They that did that kind of thing where they showed weird. everyone being kind of weird in a way that would suggest maybe they're the ass crack bandit. Yeah, I, I think if you did want to argue that Annie's the ass crack bandit, mm-hmm. she definitely had, uh, in a way, the most to gain because in her political campaign, it, it was, would advance her. Yeah, that was yeah. a big ticket issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's very clear that Arthur Lee Allen is the ass crack bandit, <laughs> and he had a friend of his write letters, and that's why the the handwriting didn't match. Um, so then we get Britta's pitch, which is a, I, I, I that was a real <laughs> thing, Benson, don't joke about Derek, that. Derek, to, to take it serious. Uh, all right. Britta's all right. pitch all right, Britta. might have been my, all, all right, Britta. And it seemed like it hurt a lot. That guy that got stabbed on okay, the island, Britta. it seemed like he was in real pain. And Benson laughs at that. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good reference on your show. I like that. <laughs> See, I'm contributing. Uh, so yeah, then uh, I, I love the opening credits of Britta's uh, uh, pitch. 
I I just described the the singer as Tom Waits esque. See, I would describe him as Leonard Cohen esque. Oh, okay. Derek, would you like to weigh in? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Damn. Uh, I thought Tom Waits, so I guess that was. I normally don't even get music references. All right, listen to Everybody Knows and, the, and then listen to her opening credit sequence and tell me who it's like. I was really, like, in the second before you said who you thought it was, I was expecting something really <laughs> dumb. Right. You, really, you really surprised uh, me. But she... Like, I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> Cookie Monster or something. Um, but in her pitch, uh, the Greendale 7, or, you know, what you know what is the, the group, the main group. The Greendale Campus. Yeah. Has become an island. Yeah, <laughs> Greendale Nation. Yes, I love uh, it. And she has declared war with America. <laughs> Is that the implication? Because she's Britta. And as she as here's the second one, she says uh, we're going to fucking war. Yeah, second fuck. And both her and Annie are on the phone. Yeah, like yeah. some kind of group call. Sure. Okay. I don't. Know, I don't know why that's a problem. It just seemed kind of weird that they were both on the phone. They both hung up, but Annie didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the dean comes in, and he, he's dressed as a woman, but just a sort of woman in a pantsuit, just like a, a normal woman clothes. And he says, uh, I'm trans now. None of that... Officially yeah, none transgender. None of that other stuff, he says. Uh, which I think, again, this is Dan Harmon's big thing of, of <laughs> not being homophobic is the new homophobia, because she is kind of doing exactly what homophobes do, which is saying, you play by my rules, not what you actually are. Do you think Which the dean was, takes great offense to, of course. This is weird. As he should. Uh, prescient with the Caitlyn whole, Jenner, yeah, the Jenner thing. Sure. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that Drake Bill says I'm still calling you Bruce? What the what the hell do you think that, was, that was weird? That I don't know tweet. why he's weighing in. Does yeah. does he is he friends with her? Like, does he know her? Is, is there a reason why he's commenting on this? I think he said. Uh, I doubt. I, 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 mean, I, I thought maybe there was some doubt. weird showbiz connection that I didn't know about. I think he looks up to the Olympic. You know what a, a weird thing I saw. You know what a weird thing that? I saw in connection to that was is that people are are starting to post on Facebook like here's what a real brave person looks like, and they're posting uh, mm. uh, army veterans with oh, uh, sure. robotic uh, limbs. I've been seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of that. Like this is what bravery looks yeah. like. It's very aggressive. <laughs> You're showing me cyborgs. Yeah, it's always weird the sort of different reactions when something like that happens in the news. Yeah. The ways people find to it's a, it's a it's a it's a wild world. Yes. Uh huh. Um. So then we have uh, yep. I didn't even have a note. I had a note about after it, but I didn't have a note about. But uh, Frankie's pitch is next. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she says it can't be that hard, and then uh, everyone's kind of like robots yeah which is delightful happy robots i like sort of you know the (laughs) stepford version of the of the community characters yeah she she threw in shank farting now (laughs) and then he farts (laughs) that's a lot of fun and then they all throw shit at her when she comes out of it and someone like at at the tail end of them throwing stuff at her someone sort of lightly rubs a shot glass against her arm uh, but I don't know who it was. It was whoever was sitting next to her, but they never show a two-shot for the rest of the episode, so I was not able to catch who it was. I would like but to someone believe... sort of half-assed just kind of rubs her with a shot glass I... towards the end of the of them throwing stuff at her. I think it's Britta. I think it probably is, but like I said, that, like after that scene, there was never a two-shot where you could see who she okay. was sitting next to. But someone rubbed her with a shot glass, and it was humorous. Um, uh, so this uh, scene goes to uh, Abed saying... 
that sometimes it's okay for uh, things to go wrong. Yes. Uh, when, there's something like uh, it's okay for it to get on a boat with well, Lamar. He's talking about TV back. and the role of TV, and he's like, you know, TV. Yeah. It's always there. It, it, it sometimes it has to have a bad day or a weekday. Sometimes. Uh, Lavar, hold on. You say words. What I. My my there we go. Who's okay then? One of us is standing, sitting on the remote, and the volume is coming through, on the thing. Uh, it, <laughs> I apologize for that technical difficulty. All about. I apologize. It sounded it sounded kind of like uh, I was like a, a, a uh, on the last speaker in a stadium because of the echo. Oh okay. Took forty five minutes for us to <laughs> it, get it, into it, this it Google did, Hangout. Uh, so apologies to Derek for that, and apologies to everyone for the bit of technical difficulties we just had uh, now. But let's move onward and upward. Andrew? Uh, so get on a boat with LeVar Burton and never come back. Yes, which is a reference <laughs> to Troy, of course. Which is really sad. It is sad. I have nothing to add. I like what he was saying, though. Like, geeks, get the fuck off my balls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that show that sucks kind of every once in a while. Because a lot of people have been criticizing mm-hmm. Dan Harmon for this season. He'll Instagram something and people will comment about the show well, that's yeah. under a picture Twitter that has nothing general. to do with the show. Yeah, and Instagram in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's sad. And they, they, at one point, I forget where it was, but they, they mentioned Buzz Hickey just to throw away. Still no no clear confirmation oh. on whether or not he's alive. Chang says it. Oh, do you didn't know? You didn't know? His well, obituary. We're talking about that. Well, it said, somebody said Buzz Hickey Memorial Services in one of the emails. Which, uh, but... Right. That That's, seems like... That is we, clear. Just seems, I would like to hear it from one of the characters. I would like to hear it from one of the characters. Well, what more do you want? Well, and, well, well what seems what strange more to would us people was say? that in the, uh, that Chief Star episode, mm-hmm. Abed says that he wrote the dialogue with a real-life ex-cop. Which was Buzz. Which was definitely Buzz It's just weird that he mentions him so ca- casually when he is a dead friend of theirs. Yeah. There were some people online, and I don't, I don't agree with their theories. I think their theories are mm-hmm. two out there. Uh, they were saying that maybe he he runs a memorial service now, which I think is, I don't think there's evidence to support that. Mm-hmm. But I, Buzz Hickey, and that's what the email was referring to was Buzz Hickey Memorial Services. It's memorial services that he runs. <laughs> wow, I know. geeks love to fucking reach. reach. Uh, that is a high reach. But I, I don't know. It just seems like we should we would hear something meteor uh, about his death. But we have. And then again, I mean, Troy was kidnapped <clears> by pirates, and we still haven't heard a character comment on that. Well, would you rather see uh, what's the actor's name? Would you rather see him on Better Call That's Saul? Tough, I really, or I really enjoy him on both. I don't watch Better Call Saul, so. Community. I would go. I think I would ultimately I would go have community. To go community, but it's tough. I have to think. I have to think about it. Excuse me. Which is what I'm doing right now. But I think ultimately I would go community. All right then. Um. Then we have another another Jeff right. pitch. <laughs> so Jeff decides that he needs to come up with the ultimate pitch. Sorry again for the dog noises. There was some kind of firework outside, and and that made her bark. <laughs> uh, Jeff's ultimate pitch. This is now his third pitch. Yeah. Uh, is that they're all teachers. And he's the dean. Well, Abed teaches TV, TV appreciation. Yeah. Uh, Britta is the shrink, and she looks hot in, in those glasses. glasses. That's Jeff's fantasy. Yeah. And uh, Jeff comes into the room mm-hmm. and says, I'm the dean. Or everyone says, hey, it's the dean. Yeah. And then the dean is now in dean class. <laughs> yeah, because he's a bad dean. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Chang is teaching math, which I guess in reality he's also still the math teacher because they never said he wasn't anymore. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the joke on that is the storyline that he has is yeah. so normal. Yeah. That his student has a problem. When I was in, I was visiting some family in Michigan and I asked my uncle if he had ever seen Community. He's like, no, it looked funny though. And I said, uh, they, they, it's like, I assume it all takes place in a community college. I'm like, yeah. And they are, have a Spanish teacher named Senor Chang <laughs> and he busts the gut laughing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So and he may be in Jeff's there. pitch he here is them. that Frankie says she's a lesbian and, and that's, that's why she doesn't hit on Jeff. Yep. Of course. The only reason a woman could have to not hit on Jeff. Uh, Annie teaches criminology. Yeah. And also remarks that she's wearing her old outfits. Yes, which was a, a, a specifically a request from a cosplayer made during a Harmon Town, um, and he, and she well she she went to cosplay ask? as Annie, but she talked about how she hated all the current uh, Annie outfits because they're all she she mainly wears pants these last few seasons, and this woman liked wearing skirts and dresses, and she asked Dan Harmon to put Annie in a skirt or a dress again. In Dan Harmon's defense, he said he did it because he. He thought that made it he, look he, like she was more grown up. Yeah, he wanted Nanny to grow up. He didn't want her to yeah. be, and and then which is also referenced mm-hmm. in this scene as well, mm-hmm. which is that she she's she's wearing a, she looks good, but she's still grown up, which is a uh, uh, again. And if you listen to, I mean, not even just Harmontown, but like you know commentaries, uh, Dan Harmon talks a lot about how he he feels sort of protective and fatherly towards Annie specifically, mm-hmm. which is what's that all about? I hate fans. What a dumb fan. Make them wear more skirts so I could cosplay Evan and have skirts. Just put on skirts. <laughs> but she wanted to be Annie and, and wear skirts. <laughs> so do so do it. Classic Annie style. You have the one skirt. Yeah. How many oh. cosplays do you want? Well, I don't I mean, know. I don't know how I would handle that. And a, and a scene in the episode kind of inspired by her, it seems. Yeah. Uh, so then, so after that pitch, uh, the group is into it. They like the idea. And, uh, Jeff says, Hey, hey, Abed, you better start looking into education classes. And then he says, Oh, uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to LA. Jeff, I, I got a job as a PA on a Fox pilot. Which it's a Fox show yeah. set in a video game studio. Yes. Which he describes as 30 Rock meets the IT crowd. Meets him. Meets him. Yeah. Which it, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Dan Harmon had mentioned before that he, Loves 30 Rock and IT Crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so he mentioned that. Yeah. Well, he... So, okay. So then... Uh, what do you Jeff think says, he thinks about G.I. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's for it. I think he likes it. Uh, so Jeff says, are, are you, you're coming back, though. And okay. then he gives the... What we've now heard twice before, the probably maybe. Which at this point I wrote down, all, all maybes mean definitely no. Like, all three of them are saying, definitely, no, we're not coming back. That's my interpretation. I don't know if you guys felt differently. But to me, that was them politely saying, no, we're well, definitely not coming back. Why is Annie not coming back? Because she's going to work for the FBI. I mean, like, the, you know, why is Alison Brie not coming back? Well, that's the thing. And that's, I, this is, I think this gets into Dan. She's got a big, she's got, she's on in demand. Uh, I, I think this feeds into, to, this is what I want to talk about, Dan Harmon's feelings for season seven. I think... I think he kind of recognized, I think rightly, that it, you know Jeff has a place at Greendale that makes sense that can lead to a good life for him, as we see by the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But really, Annie and Abed are young people. They should move on. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I genuinely was starting to feel bad for the characters that that because of because of us because of the audience these <laughs> characters who feel like real people to me are going to be stuck at this community college for the rest of their life i think it really would be better for them if we think of them as real people to move on for abed to pursue his dreams in la for annie to go to the fbi and i think i think dan Harmon has this habit of writing every season like it's the last and i think that's what he's doing here so i think he's giving them the endings that they need to have with really no thought to how he's going to reconcile them still being in season seven, and really uh, not sure if he's he wants to do season seven as as Derek mentioned earlier, mm. I. But if he did want to, he could just say he could. Oh, but I I, I don't think he would do something that simple. I think I think he would try to think of some other explanation, and I think that's why that's why I like Dan Harmon so much. That's why I think he's so exciting is because he, he writes seasons with, with no thought where to go from there. And then each season he starts fresh and figures out how the hell to make it work. I think that's why he, but he killed Hickey. He killed True. Hickey with uh, the background. It was a dark side as well. But I think that's also why he was so adept with when, when it came to season five, why he was able to bounce back so easily because he'd basically been doing that the entire time. And then I, I, th- I think this is a classic Harmon ending where he is seemingly burning all paths to a season seven, but if anyone can find a way, it'll be him. Also, he's been through this so many times. Like when the last time it might have, like when the show might have been canceled forever, he was like, um, "I hate, I hate yeah. going through this, and I might not even fight." So, for I it. mean, that would be interesting to see where it goes from here. But uh, I, I do think he's definitely writing this as a series finale. I, 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 I would think what probably is going to happen next is the movie, but especially with the hashtag at the end. I hope so. I do think he's still going to try to make the movie. That'd be great. But I, I think the movie will be kind of a separate thing where it's not. It's. I mean, he he, he teased it maybe half jokingly at Comic Con, but I don't think it's totally out there for the movie to be them rescuing Troy from the pirates, which is what he teased at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. That's my. I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts on the future community, which seem relevant here. And I I do think all the <clears throat> characters fully intend to leave Greendale and not come back. That the three that said they were leaving. Well, yeah. At the end of the episode. We see well, yeah, that's, who, who yeah. remains. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! If <laughs> I that's think it'll be even smaller. Year, yeah, have to sit this one anyway. Up. <laughs> I mean, as long as Gillian Jacobs is, uh, Jacobs is there, so I then we, we have another. Uh, so after that, uh, Jeff goes into a, a, another private pitch, which is just Jeff in a room full of Abeds strangling them one by one. Yep. <laughs> that that's just a fun visual. <laughs> um so that Jeff kind of has a, a not a pitch really, mm-hmm. but a dream sequence next in yeah. a way. Which is him married to Nanny mm-hmm. with a kid who who they, I Maybe. love I love <laughs> I love Jeff's version of fatherhood in his mm-hmm. dream sequence, which is uh, yeah, so they say, to your well, child she Se- Sebastian, their child, and then he says, "Oh, let's look at him." Sebastian, come out. Sebastian comes out. They look at him, and then he says, "Go back to your child area." You didn't think that was more on a joke on how kids are used in TV shows? Like, I that? think it's both. I, th- I think it's okay. both, and I think it works as both. And I thought it was hilarious. Uh, did, did you know that's uh, Chris McKenna's kid? I did not know that. It's in the credits. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um. So he is having this moment in the study room. He has left the bar and gone to the study room. He's sort of looking sadly at the table. Um, and then, it- Well, and in this dream sequence, even he realizes, you had mentioned earlier, yeah. in each of his pitches, Annie uh, says, this isn't for me. Yeah. And so... Uh, he can't, as much as he wants it or thinks he wants it, mm-hmm. he, can't, he can't even imagine a version of Annie 
that that would work for her. Or forcing her in any way to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so Annie comes to meet Jeff in the study room. Yeah. This is real now. Yes. Uh, this must have been a really hard moment for you. This is a very sad scene. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, this was tough. This was this was an emotional ride for me. This one this one really hit me hard. This moment, uh, as you can see in my notes, I've wrote I've, I've wrote uh, I I wrote sad but worth it. Uh, and this this is this is what community's good. At. This is they they really tug at the heartstrings. Well, they have this moment where. Um, well, first I talk about Marvel movies. So it was a really, it was a dual punch. Them shitting on Marvel movies and also having this really genuine. That's what I sad moving moment. He has to be kidding, right? Because he knows the Russos and he had that big. Comic-Con, well, he, he like he well uh, he panel. had that big. He likes Iron Man as a character, but I've heard him talk several times where he hates the Iron Man movies because they don't have the balls to make him an alcoholic. Hmm. Um, which I think is one of the reasons why he. Oh fuck! Fuck that! Dan Harmon gets me mad sometimes. But I They're Disney movies now. The reason why he likes Iron Man <laughs> is because he's also an alcoholic and can relate to that. I mean, Dan Harmon. He's talked yeah. down Harmon Town about how he has no place in having an opinion yeah. about movies. He's talked. He talked repeatedly about how he was underwhelmed with Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but ultimately that it doesn't matter because that's not his place. Which is kind of echoing what Jeff says, which is he doesn't like these movies and he wants people to care. But he knows that he is ultimately irrelevant in the in mm-hmm. the scheme of Marvel movies. A big thing that I hate is the dumb backlash against Monster House. When Monster House came out, mm-hmm. everybody loved it. Then Dan Harmon's like, oh, "I don't like that movie," and everybody's like, "Well, well I would say I'm arguably part of the <laughs> Gil Keenan sucks without like that film." No, I, I I'd like to I'd like to go in a time machine and, and see if <laughs> I, I, mean, so. I didn't see it when it came out. I only saw it recently. I, I didn't really care for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they do. They have this nice moment, and then um, um, Jeff is is talking about how he wishes he was still young. He feels like he's he's throwing his life away, and he's just stuck here now. Um, and how he he wants Annie, but uh, he knows that Annie doesn't want that. Uh, and it's really, I was surprised by how well they were able to handle the Jeff Annie romance here considering that it's been pretty pretty on the back burner for a couple seasons now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really do a good job of, of kind of bringing it to an ending here. Uh, I love the moment where she, she says, hey, kiss me. Uh, if you don't, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And she says, what about you? She says, I'll regret it for a week. I'm in my 20s. Which is kind of her admitting that the kiss is not going to be good for her. But it's just it's not a big deal to her. And it, it can be... It can be a. That's when I realized this show is the least. <laughs> uh, so you did not like this moment. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not true. I mean, I thought that kiss was white hot. <laughs> yeah. But and I was never a fa- in the beginning. I was like, oh, why are they doing this uh, Brita kiss at the season finale? But I was yeah. like, oh, this is fine mm-hmm. as it went on. But the I, and I'll get a little ahead of us. Is that it? Really went meta. Oh during yeah, the that got very meta. Oh, we'll get, we'll get to that when we get to that. Where I was like, I was like tired <laughs> of meta. Well, this is, I mean, this, this is a very meta episode uh, throughout. Um, There's somehow less meta than the NBC episode somehow, uh, which is crazy. I, I wouldn't agree with that actually. I, th- I, I think they got more meta here, at least on a kind of. Uh, hold on, sorry. We got again complications in the room. Um, <laughs> you're doing that right next to the mic. Uh, so yeah, but um, 
Uh, how so? How, how, how can you give me an example of the more meta NBC episodes, Derek? Like that NBC N tag and the GI Joe episode are so inaccessible, but these don't seem. Well, I, don't, as I don't think inaccessible. meta necessarily means inaccessible. But it's like all wrapped up in itself. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know what else to say. I was hoping Andrew would jump in and said he just laughed at me. I, I mean, I like it both ways. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just yeah. a surprising thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I did. I did. I, I like this kiss a lot as a sort of the end of of the the potential romance between Jeff and Annie. I thought it was. It, it was. I think it's a difficult thing to do. Uh, when you have a couple that doesn't get together and but still seems like a happy ending, mm-hmm. like it still seems like they're both going to be okay, that's a, a hard line to walk. And I think they do it. Uh, they do it really well in this scene in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the study group joins them. I keep calling them the study group, even though I know that's not what they are anymore. The yeah, why aren't you even calling them by their new name, the Nipple Dippers? <laughs> this is, yeah, the Nipple Dippers. The rest of the Nipple Dippers join them. Um, and, the, well, uh, the Nipple Dippers and Frankie. She doesn't accept Oh, yeah, that she name. refuses to acknowledge that she is a nipple dipper. Because um, uh, Jillian J- Gillian Jacobs screamed that nipple yes. dippers drink free, and Pageant Brewster said, I will pay for my drinks. I am not <laughs> acknowledging that I am one of you. Um, so they, they, uh, they come in, and uh, they, they interrupt the kiss, sort of. I mean, the kiss is done, but, they, but there's a lot of like, ooh, we interrupt something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what happens next? So Abed from just from just Abed says, "Are you guys having a private finale in here? That's not allowed." Yeah. <laughs> um. And then uh, so they're talking about what season seven would be, what it could be, and they sort of have this moment, which I again I think is Dan Harmon kind of saying to us, maybe there won't be a season seven, where he says, you know, everyone just picture your own personal season sevens, mm-hmm. and that's that's as satisfying as it's ever going to be. Well, uh, this is also where Chang. Just the fart joke. Yeah. Uh, Abed says cool six times, one for every season. And then Chang says do it again. And he farts during season four as an inside joke. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the meta that that you like, Derek. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun. Well, he does have to say that's an inside joke. He should have just let it be. (laughs) And the Andrews of the world would go, it was on the fourth fart. Um. So then we, they, they all close their eyes and picture their personal season sevens. Abed uh, says, don't cut to it if or you cut it won't to it, happen. It's not true. Uh, but then we do cut to Jeff's. Jeff's, uh, his uh, fifth pitch. Yes. Uh, which is just uh, him leading a group of sexy redheads. Six redheads. Six, six redheads. He names five of them. Yeah. <laughs> Brianna, Kaylee, yeah. Mackenzie, sure. Haley, yeah. and Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, and he seems to be sort of assigning them... They're and they're all nerdy. All nerdy. Yeah. At least half of them are nerdy. Yeah. One uh, of them is wise. <laughs> yes. But no, wise, and he's, oh, you're nerdy too? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then two of them he just signs, and you're the, red, you're the redheads, even though they're all redheads. Uh-huh. Um, and then he cuts back, and then he says, are we allowed to picture it at home by ourselves? The implication being that he's going to masturbate to that fantasy. Correct? Yeah, that line was too much for me. <laughs> too much. It was too, too gross? Well, because everyone there would obviously know he was talking about masturbation. Yeah. I mean... I like that Benson well, needs I just want to. I just want to make sure it's out there that we're all acknowledging it. Uh, I mean, there, there was a moment in, I, uh, I believe it was season three, where Troy references eating his own cum. I mean, it's not unheard of that they, 
There's well, oh, really? well they're they're dressing bees for the note of drugs pageant. Oh yeah. And he says, Do you think bees taste their own honey? And Abba's like, I don't know, maybe and he's like, you know, just to try it, and he gets like a real look on his face that that conversation to me was suggesting that Troy has tasted his own cum. <laughs> and I think if that's something that he's sort of saying that's to the Troy. group, I don't think it's that out there that Jeff would half openly acknowledge masturbating to the group. He's not ashamed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. Um then they have a group hug. Have you ever masturbated to any episode no. of Community? No. <laughs> I don't know if I believe Benson's answer. <laughs> uh, I have not. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know what okay. I can do to prove it, but any, I haven't. Any no. stills? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll ask, I'll ask one more question. Have you ever lied uh, to me? Have I ever lied to you? I mean. Probably not that I can think of. Like I don't, I don't. I, there's not a okay. specific example I can think of, but I feel like I might have at some point. A little white lie. Got it. I've never lied to you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're honest to a fault. Uh, and then they have a group hug, and which Chang reveals that he's gay. Do you, did you take that as a real admission? That was so <laughs> fucking really? funny. Because like, he kept screaming uh, yeah. gay at everything. Which he's been doing saying. since season one. And then he's just like, I, yeah. I'm gay. I guess. That was great. Andrew's on the fence, it seems. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be great? Why can't Chang live his life now? <laughs> That's what you're saying, right? Out? You disapprove that he's gay? That's why you didn't like it? No. I, now I want against God? <laughs> I want season seven to be only about Chang being gay. <laughs> or Dr. Ch- Ken, his new show well, the, is about him and his husband. You know, so you're proposing a family. Well, the Dean gay episode they mishandled, so I don't think they I disagree. Do I like the Dean chain. gay. Episode. I like the Dean's gay episode. Yeah. What didn't? What? What? Okay. Oh, no, Are we all wrapped more. up? Because I, I want to ask you a few questions okay, about we'll, season. We'll, we'll six wrap as a up whole. and then we'll get to that. Because we'll so, then we have this. the scene at the airport where uh, Aubin and Annie are both leaving. Uh. Yeah. You disagree? <laughs> you no, I just didn't test that. I didn't write that down. Okay. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but that's it's just a, a little moment where it's you know showing that they, yes they are leaving they get on the airport and then it, it goes to Jeff entering the bar with the remaining uh, sustained Greendale committee. If you so will. the remaining group, yeah, the remaining nipple dippers plus Frankie, <laughs> Chang, yeah, Dean, yeah, Jeff and Britta, yeah, that's it, yeah. What a tiny little group, yeah. Um, and then then the hashtag shows up and a movie, yeah, because they've done six seasons now, yeah. So now I just need the movie. Uh, and then the tag, which is, uh, as we mentioned, very meta. It's a commercial for a community board game. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the game is figuring out whether or not the TV show is part of the game. And then he, the dad reveals that he, what he believes, that the TV show all exists within the board game. Mm-hmm. Which he demonstrates by holding up a card with a snow globe on it. Nice little reference to say elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and then foreshadowing for our own for podcast what, future. What may be the future after? Um, shut up, Leonard. Well, you know that's a little tease. Um, oh, but really, that's not, what you well, would do after just this? a show about Saint Anselm. We'll, we'll say that much. We'll, oh, it's about all the Saint Anselm spinoffs. We can't get into <laughs> the details. Why can't you just say that? We still have all of season three to cover. Because you don't want anybody. Yeah, you yeah. don't want anybody else to do it. Do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you missed a great. Oh, you guys want to well, do it wrong? Right. That... You missed a shut up Leonard. Oh, yeah. The, within the board game. They, within the board game, the dad has a shut up Leonard. Some, something like, uh, 
shut up, Leonard. You look like a German puppet maker, and, and you smell, smell like, like the a inside church. of a church. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, and then the kid presents a script. That brought back a lot of bad memories of church. <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah. right. I'll agree. That's not that. a good smell. <laughs> yep. It's like a weird in, like a weird incense. <laughs> yeah. kind There's of definitely a smell to the inside of churches, and it, it does. It's right, like if, if it's like an old school Catholic church, or if it's like a new mega church, like the church mm. that my dad currently works for. They all have a, a church smell, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I've never been in a mega church. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's, a, it's just a, a different version of the classic church smell. Like the, that smell is somehow preserved, just with maybe an added, uh, I don't know, smell of like. Like seating, like there's like I mean, not it's like almost it's not stadium size. It's, it's much much smaller than that, but sure. but it's a lot of like you know plastic seating. So it's like the classic church smell plus a kind of plasticky smell equals mega church smell. Um, okay. then they reveal that they are they find out that they are characters in the in the in a commercial, which I, there's a nice turn there where the dad just says, "You stupid child, you don't realize <laughs> what this means for us," and they just have, they the commercial sort of ends with them just. Staring down in silence at the realization. The camera and slowly then, yeah, pans, pans out to the board game box. Yeah, and then we hear a disclaimer, which is Dan Harmon's actual voice, uh, mm. which is, as he describes it, kind of his version of a Chuck Lorre vanity card. Yeah. As part of his... I looked at the uh, running time right before when the uh-huh. commercial was coming on, and I knew this and like this joke is going to be what way What was the runtime? It was like and 27 it was. minutes. Oh, okay. It was like... It was like... It was like an extra two minutes. Were Did you left think of like, oh, that of a lot of the end tags this season? Because they were definitely longer. Uh, the Grem- the Gremlins oh, one yeah. was the best, obviously. Uh, because I think the and uh, the one the one where the writer was revealing that <laughs> yeah. he was that he was into incest played was by the great cool Gorley. What did you think of the one? Uh, oh yeah, the guy that's, who by the way, it. that we had our personal incident where I wanted to see Matt Gorley and he wasn't there. That's Matt Gorley, Derek. So now you know. Yeah. Derek, right. what did you think of the end tag Could with have. the guy who bought the giant hand? That was also too long. Yeah, I thought so too. It reminded me of a bad version of that Vince Gilligan. Were def- like Dan mm. Harmon talking about couple I believe we commented on them being similar on the episode. It could have been, it could have ended with yep. him <laughs> hanging up the phone and you see the giant watch, and that would have could have been In it. Fact, I th- Okay, I'm going to call you out. We're going to go to the tape. You specifically mentioned that it could have ended there, and then you said you were happy it didn't. Listen to the tape on that episode of Shut Up, Leonard. And in that episode, I swear to God, you make that exact same point, but say it as a good thing. What I'm going to say is now, after seeing the entire season... Yeah. Yeah. Your your thoughts have changed. My thoughts have changed because he does it too many times. Okay. You can't keep doing the long tag when sometimes the shorter one works better. The tags were longer than the NBC. Bringing me to my biggest uh, biggest complaint about this season is that all the episodes were way too long. I I tell you, I I mean, if I wasn't looking at the runtimes, I wouldn't have even noticed. They 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 felt still still good to me, still fresh. There's something about that 22 season, that tightness that didn't have 22 minutes. Yeah, 22 minutes, 22 episodes. That was the old way. Hmm. <laughs> the old way, yeah, <laughs> but those ways are are gone, and I think I think it is a different show now. But I think it's still, like I said earlier, I think it's still a show that I really enjoy. But necessity being mother of invention, I think sometimes is a positive. That being runtimes, I'm a stickler mm. about runtimes, whatever you are. So that could be just me. 
I mean, I did. I did feel that. I mean, uh, when Arrested Development had, would have like forty episode, uh, forty minute episodes in the fourth season, right. some of those did feel like a stretch. It's like they're stretching them too long to me. But I felt like uh, with Arrested Development, they were doing something so different from just a regular TV season. I would argue that that this season of Community as is as different from let's say the first three seasons of Community than season four of Arrested Development was of the first three seasons of Arrested Development. Um. <laughs> I forgot it's what you a said. Long time to get through that <laughs> sentence. Sorry, that was, um, that was a long journey. That sentence. Uh, having so have some gone week to week and then binging at the end, yeah. I will say that uh, it's a good thing that he did do week to week because there's so many bad episodes in the middle of it. I I disagree, but uh, yeah, I, I liked. I'd say most of them. So, what was yeah. your favorite episode of the season? That's that's. Hmm. I think for uh, me it's Chief Star, the whatever that episode's called. That's a good recycled one. cinema. Yeah, uh, it might be the finale for me. It <clears throat> might be this one hmm. for me. Mine was Garrett's wedding. It did put me off how mean Garrett seemed as you got <laughs> as you got more into his life. Yeah, and uh, a closer at Garrett. Yeah, and uh, hands down, my favorite line was in that space one. Where uh, Britta says, I don't think cops should be heroes. And Alison <laughs> yeah. Brie goes, Britta, pay your rent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is called yeah. back just as nicely after uh, Annie wants to wear something low cut in the movie. And said that she's yeah. being, she's taking girls back. She's like, Britta, just pay your rent. Yeah. I did find those lines funny, although I did, I felt for Britta in those scenes. I felt like Annie was being a bit harsh. Uh, do, does anyone here feel like uh, Elroy and Abed should get a spinoff where they're just hanging out in L.A.? <laughs> they're both in L.A.? I guess, yeah, because they both went to California. You know what I felt, and this is my favorite part of the Garrett Wedding episode, I loved watching Annie and Britta being forced to hang out with each other. That was fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess not you guys. Also, and then when uh, Pageant Brewster <laughs> got invited into it, and then... And the rest of the gang comes in to party after the revelation that her like sister is like mentally retarded or something or some oh, family that was, member we, of her. We knew that already. We we that was, that was revealed a few previous uh, episodes previously. Yeah. Well, that's a Dan Harmon flaw because it's funnier if it's revealed there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I like this them all I'm, being forced to hang out, and I would watch an all girls community spinoff. I'd watch that. that. What was that? Uh, girls' night or girls' time? Remember? Oh, uh, gr- uh, friend, girls who are friends. What was the the? It was one of the spinoff cues early in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember also, what the title was, but and I I didn't listen to the Garrett. I mean, this is my favorite episode. But did you guys get when they were? It was fun watching them hang out before the wedding, and I was kind of like pissed off at Garrett's bomb for like harshing their mel. Yeah. But but the game that they were playing where Garrett marries a celebrity, they yeah. did Jack Nicholson and then Christian Slater, and he does the exact same thing because Christian Slater was very uh, criticized. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Okay, I just wanted to. Yeah. I just wanted to know that Chang was in the right. We we, oh. we did talk about it, and I did I, say I did say Chang was in the right. And I have I to say, I did defend Chang in that moment. This season, I love Chang more than ever. Yeah, which is so strange for me. I uh, see. I, I, I hooked me up to that straight up crazy Chang in season three. That's my Chang. I oh, do love a, that. That's a good Chang. The power hungry Chang. Yeah, 
Um, well, I didn't like him in season four or five. Well, I didn't like him in season four for sure. What was your least favorite episode of this season? Of this season? Uh, for me, easy answer, the email leak episode. I like that episode. I don't. I it's tough for me. I'm trying to remember all the episodes. And I even I liked a lot of the bits in the email leak episode. Fucking phone. (laughs) Sorry. I was gonna try to bring up a a list of the episodes, but uh, I don't know where I put my phone. Well, typically we we talk about the season as a whole. Yeah, we're saving that. You know what? Screw 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 you guys. We're saving that for next (laughs) week. That's our next week's episode. What is next week's episode? We'll do a se- we, we we usually do a season wrap up after the last episode of the season. So next okay. week we'll, we'll we will do a season six wrap up episode. Well, I just watched this all of them, so I'm gonna try preview. to get as much as I can out of you guys. Well, that's why we're getting it from you. We're getting your season six wrap up right now, and then we'll okay. get ours next week. All right. Yeah. Um, I will say I so this is so, somewhat unrelated, but I'm kind of mad at my home state of California because I'm I've started watching Gilmore Girls recently. And California has now robbed me of three beloved characters. Three <laughs> characters that I love have, have departed shows by going to California. And it's very... Are you talking about Adam Brody? I'm talking about Jess. Oh. Yeah. Well, listen. I will say... Uh, a friend of mine, Karina, uh, just watched the show a lot faster than you did. Yeah. And uh, Jess's absence lead, And I think I told you this. Leads to... Yeah, you did tell me this. That it leads to a great episode. It leads to a great episode. And I, I mean, I've seen now a two-episode arc where he came back to get his car. I have seen that. Do you know what happens yeah, in season one. seven? No, and don't tell me. I have to. Well, I have to don't, tell you don't, something. You don't, no, you don't have before to before you watch season seven. I have to tell you something. No, he knows that the creators left. Yeah, left. I know that. Okay, but that is a giant thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Benson is obsessed with the creators leaving TV shows. I, and I'm worried. I'm I'm scared of season seven. I've talked because to it will it will be the end of season six is as it will hurt. <sighs> I'm, I, I'm I, you I'm need to be prepared I'm pre- for that. I'm I'm as prepared That's as I can be. I'm as what prepared are, as I can be. Where are you now? I'm bracing myself. I'm I'm I've got like three episodes left in season four. Okay. So my most recent event was Richard Gilmore has betrayed Digger. Just when I started to like Digger, he was betrayed by Richard Gilmore. Uh, Digger was kind of the emotional patsy that Amy Sherman Palladino kind of set him up to fail and set us up. (laughs) I don't know what she was expecting the audience to think of Digger, but it must not have been good because everybody kind of fucks over Digger. I mean, his name, we're all calling him the name he hates. I mean, yeah, I know. (laughs) We're, I mean, we're, I mean, we're. Uh, if I could just quickly try to wrap up Gilmore talk here as much as I want to, it's not what the show is, but uh, I will say I thought it was actually quite well done how just when I started to like Digger, that's when he gets the most fucked over, which I, I have to believe on some level that's what she was aiming, what Amy Sherman Palladino was aiming for was to to have that turn just when I start to like him, then I he gets fucked over and then I, I feel bad for him, which I, I wouldn't have done if the if that had happened literally one episode previous. Never trust Richard or Emily. No matter yeah. how much you like them. Can we, we wrap up this? Right, Andrew? Why are you yelling at us? You love this show. <laughs> I do love this show. When do we but get to talk about, about it? Never. Community don't always love when we go off on wild, crazy tangents. <laughs> no, who cares? We own this. This is our, Look, we, this is our lives here. <laughs> we can stop the episode. We are and at then just, almost an hour and a half here, I should we say. We can stop this episode and, and then, then just, just talk. privately talk about Gilmore Girls. I mean, yeah. I I missed the Entourage premiere for this, so I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> just, uh, but let's just, like Vin, just like Vince would. 
Yeah. Just <laughs> plugs. All right, we can wrap. All right. Uh, I do another podcast called Nerds Eye View, mm-hmm. where every week I review a film that's new in theaters. Whoa, what what happened this week? I had some a uh, couple of weirdos on. Oh, who oh, those guys sound like jerks? Who were they? <laughs> uh, one of them was Matt Benson. What? That's me. And the other one was Chris Gutierrez. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Of Benson's Boombox fame. Yeah. Is that the one you uh, don't we like? Re- we reviewed Aloha. <laughs> the beef has been squashed officially. People got along well. It was a good time. <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah. And we reviewed Aloha. <laughs> yeah. The movie that brings <laughs> us all together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you have talked about the beef on the air then? I no, have but you just did, <laughs> Derek. You just said, "Is that the one you don't like?" But uh, whatever beef was there has been squashed. We all we all got along like great. That's good because that I have to spend a few days in a room with you. Actually, I don't know if I should manipulate the the vibe in the air to go for or against. <laughs> you want to try to start start a new. I don't beef? know. I don't know what will be more entertaining. <laughs> well, we'll see in July. Coming this anyway, July. Anyway, <laughs> uh, check out Nerds Eye View. Yeah. How many times have uh, you been on Nerd's Eye View, Benson? I I did not keep count. So I mean, it's maybe so, so many to count. Wow. I mean, it's okay. probably like ten, like somewhere around ten out of two two seven. I was born during uh, episode two two seven. Nice, nice. That could be our next don't podcast. I, 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 I don't tell anybody so nobody steals it. Okay. Uh, we also have a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Second episode is out now. Yep. Pick your path. Yes, it's a choose your own adventure Very style exciting. podcast. Yeah, it's an it has, enhanced podcast. It's got chapters, it has, so you can make choices that affect the story. Mm-hmm. I have to criticize so, the tweet that Andrew made, though. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> you said I tweet? have a new podcast that's C Y O A. I don't think that acronym is that widely known. I think trusting that acronym believe, is not good. Uh, I. I believe I used that in my tweet as well today, and I, I think I think I think most people who are fans of the genre know that acronym for sure. I think and you're doing a disservice by not doing something that everybody would know. Well, I spelled it out on Facebook, but on Twitter, Choose Your Own Adventure is a lot of fucking characters. And I know. No space for it. I know. I'm just saying, looking out for you guys. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thanks, out. but no thanks. Okay. <laughs> wow. Keep moving here. Pick your path. <laughs> Pick your path. Go check That's it the out. Name of the show. BenviewNetwork.com slash It's a CYOA podcast. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. See, Andrew takes it as personal criticism. I'm saying you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm saying that people know what CYOA is. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's what I'm saying. This is the new, the new If you're a fan new, of Choose Your Own Adventure, you know what CYOA is. The new beef is Andrew and Derek. <laughs> See, I didn't know what it meant, and I had to think about it. That's not good, Mark. Well, good. I made you think. <laughs> You're going to be peaking, probably. All right. Go to Patreon and give us money. My go-to defense when people start... And you want money? Yes, Derek. Go to our Patreon (laughs) give us money. We like money. (laughs) Patreon.com slash ShutUpLeonard. Yeah. You'll get bonus episodes. Yeah, you will. You'll get something for it. We're not not hucksters. I mean, Um, when Don Draper comes up with, I'd like to buy a world of Coke, you don't have to think too long about that. Do you have anything to plug, Derek? Derek? Yep. Do your plugs. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you scrunching. Oh, I don't know what that means. He can't hear you? I I don't know what's going on. My tablet is shut down. Hello? It's unknown if, if Derek can hear us right now. Hello? I can hear you. I'm going to try this. Hello? Derek. No, I can't. We have lost Derek. I apologize once again for the... No, Derek, I can you hear you us? Again. I can hear you again. 
Plug okay. in your headphones because we can't have echo on the mic. I I don't think it'll work if I plug in my headphones. Because okay, I'm gonna plug in my headphones. Okay, Benson's tablet crashed. Derek, can you hear me still? Yeah. Okay, and I can hear you now. So we're back in business. Andrew can no longer hear you, but I can. So don't. Okay, worry. that's good. He was yelling at me. He anyway, was, so, uh, uh, do your plugs. Listen to popsicles. Yeah, I, I'll co-sign on that. On the Benview Network, where you could hear Benson, not Brendo this week, Man, but usually. Uh, and you can hear Andrew Lindy on an episode from July. Yeah, true. Uh, and listen to Picture Start, which will resurrect anytime now. Oh, yeah, hopefully soon. We all miss it. It's a great show. And listen to or go on Twitter at Derek Armijo. I, sh- I should tell just me say what, to, An- to Andrew. Tell me what you're still on mic. You can't whisper to me, and <laughs> no one will hear it. <laughs> Uh, Andrew wanted you to plug the Blaze, the podcast that you were just on about uh, nine or two. I was just on the Blaze podcast. Yep, I think it was just just called the the Blaze with Lizzie and Cat on iTunes. Me and Brendo Man are on the latest episode. Yeah, so check that out. Uh, Um, Your Twitter on Twitter, you can see me. If I make an acronym that nobody knows, please call me out on it. Yeah, you appreciate that. Uh, And I think that's it. Thanks uh, for having me on. Thanks for thanks for being on. And for my plugs, uh, go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there, like Pick Your Path, like Popsicles, which, uh, as Derek mentioned, I, I'm on that as well. Uh, and Matt and Brown's Wrestling Show and Benson's Boombox, all the great shows on BenViewNetwork.com. I like that them. every BenView show I do, I wonder if we're all cool by the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always how it has to end up. Yep. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow the show on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email at ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. And I want to give a shout-out to Jason from Duluth, who wrote us a very kind uh, review on, on iTunes. Uh, so thank you for that, Jason. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, that, that wraps it up for Season 6. We'll, we'll see you next month with, with our official wrap-up. Uh, next week. Next week. Did I say next month? Yep. I don't know what I'm talking about. End the show, Andrew. Google Pylon. Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week... Go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenViewNetwork.com. And, yeah, thanks a lot. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kezon. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost Ark. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire Indiana of the Jones Always. and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Schindler's Lost Hearts. World. Obviously. Saving Obviously. Private AI. Run. Minority. Catch Michel Intelligence. The Terminal. New Indiana Jones. The Adventures of Sintas. Steven Spielberg. Benview on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.